Hello everyone, this is uh, David from Geeks in Training, uh, here with my friends Raza yep. and Angelus. Hey! And we've basically got to a point where there's nothing really to talk about in reality. <laughs> yeah. Movies are boring, uh, don't know if you guys have seen it, but Men in Black International is there. Uh, and I just can't think of anything, and I don't think any of us can think of anything in actual real life that we want to talk about. So what we decided to do instead for this episode is a dream episode. Specifically, dream casting. Or geeks in casting, as we call it. Geeks in casting, exactly. And yeah, what we're going to do, we're just going to reel off the things we want to see in the new MCU and the new DCEU as well. So to put some context on this, uh, anybody that hasn't been following the news... Marvel is officially taking over 20th Century Fox movies, which means they're getting back the X-Men, Fantastic Four, Doctor Doom, Galactus. Uh, all, Everyone. You know, the scrolls in, in total. Everyone. <laughs> Every, they're getting all their characters back except for the Sony characters, which is a whole other deal. Uh, which but, probably going to uh, do anyway. But there is also... Um, so I thought we would take this opportunity now because according to Kevin Feige, head of the MCU, may we all praise his name, uh, <laughs> that it's going to be at least anywhere between three and five years before they even consider putting these characters on screen. So I thought we'd take a chance here to cast it, see what we would do right now if we were going to be in charge. Of course, if we were in charge, that would cost a lot more and it would all be visual effects, I'm assuming. Okay. Speak so for yourself, I'd be like story focused. No, mm. you'd, be, you'd be like Kevin Smith having more than a... In a uh, what, what, where was that place at? Was, uh, Stop and Shop. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Captain America, you know, Iron Man sitting behind a counter selling cigarettes. <laughs> so what do I want to start with? X-Men or Fantastic Four? Um, I say we go for the Fantastic Four because that gives us uh, certain kind of limits. And then I thought when we get to the X-Men, we could just throw out some because there's a lot of X-Men. If we have any randoms, we can just go for it. Yeah. And maybe if we get time, we can get to some of the DC new uh, characters and everything like that because they're going to be recasting the new Batman and... You know, we'll see what's available for us there. Yep, okay. So we'll start with Fantastic Four. Raz, you've got uh, a lot of this down already. Okay, so I've I've had some ideas uh, for our fan casting of the Fantastic Four. Just to uh, recap, it's Reed Richards, Susan Storm, Johnny Storm, and The Thing. And if we get time, we'll get to Doctor Doom. No, we will get to Doctor Doom. I really hope that they don't bring in Doctor Doom as the main villain for the Not next one. Not for the one, first no. movie. Not for the because he's been done to death. They need to Thanos him. They need to build him up over multiple movies. Yeah, because Doctor Doom could literally be an Avengers villain level. And the thing with Doctor Doom is his powers built in the comic books over time. He was just a scientist who was a rich guy, but, but over time he uh, accumulated more power. I'd like to see him appear, but not as Doctor Doom. This is Victor Von Doom. Yeah, I'd love to see that going down. You know what I mean? Mm. Anyway, to start with Reed Richards, uh, I've got three here. Uh, first off would be Andrew Lincoln from um, The Walking Dead. Mm. And also Love Actually, your favorite Christmas movie of all time. Yes, it is. Uh, I think that could work depending on what age they want to go with it because he's getting up there in years. and uh, But he's never really broken through as like a film actor. Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. We need to go back to the fact that this is his favourite all-time Christmas film. We've already discussed that. Yeah, yeah, as, a, as a romance thing, but I mean, as the best ever. I mean, My favourite, yeah. Okay. He grew up with sisters, dude. Leave him alone. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Carry on. But he is not my Reed Richards. We'll get to that. Uh, yeah, Next one on the list is uh, Cillian Murphy from uh, Batman fame, as well as Peaky Blinders. Not my Reed And he's also done... Um, 
uh, In the Heart of the Sea, which had both Tom Holland and Chris Hemsworth in it. So he's got some bona fides with some of the cast. He's a good actor. He's a solid actor. And I think he would fit the bill because I don't know if he can do the comedy aspect, but we know he can do the serious aspect. And when he wants to, he can get badass. Hmm. Not my read. Angelus, what do you think? Cillian Murphy's uh, definitely a class act actor, but I'm curious as to what your third option is first before I read the judgment. Alright, so the third one on my list is uh, John Krasinski. Hey, my read, Richards. <laughs> he really was not going to let that one go. No, I was not. I, I'm, I'm fairly sure I put this one on the list just so he would be able to agree with something. Yeah. No, come on. Even the internet agrees with me. Like just before we started, uh, yeah. uh, started recording, I googled Reed Richards. Uh, casting and whilst a lot of good actors sh- showed up the most common one was John Krasinski again and again and again yeah you want to know why it's mostly John Krasinski now because people want him no because Zachary Levi got cast as Shazam that's why all the pictures of Zachary Levi as Reed Richards have gone away well fair enough but still John Krasinski is the favourite I'll give him that one I think you can pull it off you can do the comedy you can do the badass you can do a uh, hardcore fighter guy I don't know if he can do the scientist. He can. Neither of you have seen it, but I am a huge. I was a huge fan. My favorite, one of my favorite movies of all time, is The Hunt for Red October, which is one of the Jack Ryan series. There are a lot of different, uh, lot of. Well, what's the problem? I'm just trying to remember him being in Red October. No, no he wasn't not. in that. But I'm, it was I'm a Jack to, Ryan oh, right, character. Okay. Yeah, the, uh, Hunt for Red October, one of my favorite movies <coughs> of all time. Uh, part of the Jack Ryan series. We've seen Harrison Ford. We've seen Ben Affleck. Ooh. Uh, and uh, uh, and Chris, Chris Pine, Pine as Jack Ryan. They recently realised movies were not the best medium for this, so they decided Took to make an enough. Amazon series for Jack Ryan. In this Amazon series, John Krasinski plays, and I will describe this as close to his uh, potential role in Fantastic Four as possible. He plays a smart and resourceful doctor who works within an organisation, a spy organisation, not Shield. Um, and um, he works in a spy organization, helping them mostly through smart, crazy leaps of logic that only would be feasible from a, a doctor of whatever the hell Jack Ryan's a doctor of. And he also is put in a position where he has to defend himself. And he's also married to a blonde doctor who's also a badass as well. It's practically practice. For the Reed Richards role. So you Everything think him playing Jack Ryan was just him as a uh, uh, basically a photo shoot saying, see, I can play Reed Richards. Hello, Marvel. No, but because Jack Ryan was a great series even before Fantastic Four uh, mm. became, you know, destroyed. Yeah. Um, uh, so uh, I reckon he wants to do that because he wants to be Jack Ryan, which is also awesome. But it's it's almost like an audition for Fantastic Four, but without powers. You remember what we were doing uh, earlier in the year? We were uh, like... Um, uh, remaking the Star Wars film. Oh, yeah. I think we're going to have to do that with the Fantastic Four at some point because I've got some good ideas for Fantastic Four and how to bring them into the MCU. But, but let's face it, whatever we come up with is going to be better than the shit they've given us already. Yeah. <laughs> but John- the Fantastic Four were great characters. It was funny. It was charming. It was badass. It was galactic. It was Jack Kirby at his finest. And they turned it into a pile of steaming, gross, smelly, Monkey feces. With shitty CGI. Rather specific. With shitty CGI. Yeah, that Um, was a very specific pile of crap, that film. And then then with the reboot, they replaced uh, the uh, crap uh, physical effects with crap CGI. More crap CGI. And crapper writing. Yep. And Fan 4 Stick will always be a shit show. 
Um, and I refuse to call it Fantastic Four because it's not. Um, Fantastic Four shit. Fan Four stick. Uh, yeah, so I think John Krasinski is by far, in leaps and bounds, the best choice. Just because he has already proven that he can play smart. It's difficult in to, to play a, really, a genius. Mm. And especially with the MC fucking you, which every second superhero apparently is a bloody genius. Robert or a Downey, soldier. Robert Downey Jr. managed to do it because he's fully... You can you can believe that Robert Downey Jr. is egotistical. I'm not saying he is, but he plays it really, really well. Like almost Kevin Spacey being an evil human being level of good performance. Um, uh, and uh, who else? You've got... Uh, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange, yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch also plays it super egotistical and massively up himself. But Reed Richards isn't like that, and it's... He'd be more like uh, Mark Ruffalo's Hulk. Yeah, more of a humble, a humble genius. And he plays that in Jack Ryan. Um, Mark Ruffalo plays it brilliantly in the MCU. And I reckon that Jack... Uh, John Krasinski, sorry. You to call him Jack Ryan. Uh, John Krasinski <laughs> is by far the best choice. But I'm gonna, uh, that's all I'm going to say about no, John I'm, Krasinski. I'm, I'm not going to deny it. I think he would be perfect. He's the right age. They'd be able to get him for the right price because he's famous, but he's not uber famous. He's not really had a big stint in films, except for the ones that he's directing. So they'd be able to actually bring him into the mainstream and make him a big star something the caliber of his wife yeah but, but it's also the case that you know they'd be able to they'd be able to Chris Pratt this guy yeah uh, but it's also the case that um, I, I don't know if it will actually work the way we want it to work unless they get the script right because I think he's a very specific yeah. Reed Richards you have to write the script around who you've got a cast in in this scenario yeah so he, he seems like a genuinely nice human being which Reed oh, Richards yeah. is supposed to be and he also seemed he can play smart, and he clearly is smart because he wrote, directed, and starred in A Quiet Place, which is just one of the best horror movies of the last. That 10 years. was one of the things that made me realize this guy could be a big star. And even though the ultimate, uh, sorry for jumping ahead a little bit, but we'll, we'll get back mm. to it and expand on it. But even though the ultimate pairing would be Emily Blunt and John Krasinski, I don't think Emily Blunt is necessary for having John Krasinski as Reed Richards. Even if, if, if it was the both of them, that'd be perfect. But if she can't get, they can't get her, I reckon John Krasinski is still the best choice. To be fair, if it wasn't for John Krasinski, we would have already had Emily Blunt in the MCU. As who? Uh, she was supposed to play the Black Widow. She got pregnant. She couldn't do the film. <laughs> so John Krasinski is the, the reason that uh, Emily Blunt didn't play the Black Widow. So basically, what you're, tr- what you're trying to say is that... Uh, what's her face? Um, Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson has John Krasinski's penis to thank for being Scarlett Widow. Uh, Black Widow. Black Widow. <laughs> Not Scarlet Widow. <laughs> <laughs> That's a completely different movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, Scarlett Johansson has John Krasinski's penis to thank for her role in the MCU. Well, that and she was a major star. That's it. And she's just great. And she's fabulous. Yeah. Lucy was in it, though. But yeah, okay. I like that movie. That's, that's enough Enough of me fellatiating John Krasinski's career. And uh, let's move on to the other members of the Fantastic Four. Okay, so next on the list, naturally, is Susan Storm. Of course. Or, already ruined one, sorry. Uh, so yeah, top of the list would be Emily Blunt. Yep. She's a big star. She's in the, the Disney family with the new Mary Poppins movie that's come out. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is a great actress. We know she can do action scenes with uh, you know movies like Edge of Tomorrow, and she would have good chemistry with one of the lists for Reed Richards. I'm Fucking assuming. hope so. Uh, but it's also <laughs> the case of that. 
Well, I mean, we've seen couples that are married that don't have chemistry on screen. Yeah, but we've seen them on screen as well. Yeah. When were they? Quiet Place. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was a good one. Uh, but it's also the case of like, uh, so to move on from that one, I, look, I just, would you think Emily Blunt, <laughs> do right. you think Emily Blunt would be a good choice for Susan Stone? I don't think, it, well, there's not much of a choice really there. You know, they're already married, so they probably they would have that natural married couple. Kind of thing. Yeah. Another issue with Susan Storm we've seen over the years is <coughs> they've been focused too much on drop-dead gorgeous women that can't play smart. Yeah. Like, I don't think Kate Morrow was that good-looking, dude. She's pretty good. Anyway, Emily Blunt can pull off smart. Yes, and uh, yeah, Jessica Alba's performance was was, no, was, it was was akin. It was akin to what's a face, Carmen Elect, no, Carmen Electra in uh, James Bond. It was that sort Denise of Richards. Denise Richards, yeah, Carmen Electra is the one that looks exactly the same as her. Sorry, my mistake. Denise Richards, they, they look. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, so Denise Richards' performance in James Bond, Jessica Alba's performance in Fantastic Four, just like really good-looking women who. <laughs> Not necessarily thick, but you can't believe them being rocket science. In all fairness, it was a different time in, in superhero movies. You know what I'm it saying? Was, it mean, was. You know, it was. Uh, but uh, and the uh, dark times, as we call it. And to uh, <laughs> before to, the empire. <laughs> to, to correct myself, actually, Kate Mara could pull off smart, but she was so fudging unlikable in that movie. She had nothing to do in the film. They literally went to go get the cosmic rays, and she didn't even go. <laughs> She was just unlikable and pointless. In a movie that was literally deemed as a modern retake of a, you know, old comic book, where it was going to be new characters throwing in a modern approach, the woman's left behind. <laughs> I didn't think of it that way. They took the black guy and a guy who literally wasn't a scientist, except for the fact that he could hold his own in a fight. They took him over a scientific woman. Yeah, that's just... And bear in mind that wig was... Fucking atrocious. Yeah, that was a lot of problems with that movie. But yeah, what's what we got next on Sue Storm's list? So, uh, next on the list is um, an actress that if I left her off this list, I'm fairly sure you guys would get mad at me, but if I didn't put her on there. Our Lady Natalie Dormer. Yep. Okay. Natalie Dormer from uh, Tudor's fame, from Hunger Games fame, and from uh, certain Thor. sections of uh, Game of Thrones. And Thor. She wasn't in Thor. Oh, no, no, when we're thinking... And uh, she was. See, this is the problem. She technically has been in the MCU already. Yeah, yeah but, she was in the uh, Captain Marvel. Uh, Captain, Captain America. America. She made out with him. Yeah, but a couple of characters have already done that, like uh, the principal from Spider Man, uh, and other people. Yeah, I, I know, but it, you know, it's it's it, well, it's look, not really going to be. She and it's all, is beautiful. She absolutely. She we know she can do action from stuff like. Um, Hunger Games, yes. she's good in that. I know she can do manipulative and sexy from the Tudors because. Mm-hmm. But I'm not as con- I'm not as convinced in her as I am with the others because. I don't know if she can do smart. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if she can do smart because uh, she can do uh, obviously a certain level of intelligence, but it's more sort of social intelligence. I but it's also the case. It could be one of those scenarios yeah. that we just haven't seen it yet. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I'm not, it's not that I'm unconvinced, it's just that I'm not convinced. All right. I mean, I, I would be more than happy to give her an opportunity to, to prove that she could take the role, because it's a big role. You know, this is the MCU. Anybody that we cast is going to be in there for five, ten years. Unless they're the Hulk. Mm. Um, but yeah, okay. Sorry. No, I wasn't, I'm having another beer. Surprise, <laughs> surprise. Um, okay, next one. Okay, so next on the list is... Um, I'm going to go with Catherine Winnick from The Vikings. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, so she's scary. She I haven't seen a, her in a role where she's not scary. So I was watching a behind-the-scenes documentary for the Vikings, and apparently this woman is trained in three types of martial arts. That's Marry me now. She is a. Uh, I think she was a ballet dancer, and um, she has some sort of medical degree. Some sort of. Uh, she has a degree in something. I can't remember what it is. Um, uh, anyway, she is. Um, and she's she, and she stunning. Fits, and she fits the Sue look. Yes, she is stunning. And those eyes, when she's got that wool makeup on, yeah, that, that'll do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And, but we know uh, she can pull off smart because she's got a degree. So. Yeah. And, and yeah. also... And not uh, just any degree. It's well, I mean, degree. I haven't really seen that. She hasn't had a lot of roles, so we could probably get her hooked into an MCU show, and this could be like a big... Big launching pad for her in her career, and she could send. Uh, I reckon, from what I've seen in Vikings, she she's fine with um, you know, the whole superhero thing of, of just like going. Oh yeah, I mean she can the, full the, mama bear. Yeah, she can get into battles. You know, she can take on fights. You know what I mean? She can. She, mm. I mean, Sue Storm was mostly just throwing like shields around, but she can get physical. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, moving on to the other members. All right. So I think I have one more here, and it's um, oh, I've got a couple of them here. Uh, Annabelle Wallace. Okay. Uh, she was recently in The Mummy with Tom Cruise. Oh, okay. And uh, she was also in Peaky Blinders, and she was also in The Tudors with Natalie Dormer. Oh, right. she played uh, but, another one of the wives, didn't she? Yeah, she played uh, Jane Seymour, the one that actually gave him a son. Oh, yeah. And, and died naturally in giving birth. Uh, but uh, I, I think she's a good actress. She has been in an X-Men movie already. Um, so I don't know if that sort of falls into that category. No, or Fox, Fox don't. Fox don't count. Uh, I just both got a look from you guys. All right, remember <laughs> in uh, X-Men First Class when uh, Professor Xavier, uh, James McAvoy, is hitting on the woman at the bar, oh, talking about her eye mutation? Yeah. That's yeah. her. Yeah, I've got one green eye, one blue, that one. In all fairness, she had more lines than Natalie Dormer did in First Avenger. <laughs> yeah. Ouch. Yeah. She got to make out of Chris Evans, so it's not all bad. Um, yeah. All right, uh, I... I think that could work but you know the, the only action movie I've seen her in is The Mummy and yeah she's pretty unknown and the, the movie she has done is just like nah then again you know Feige's done that before so mm. he's taken unknown actors and made them into something so maybe maybe oh it's the last one uh, I can't really pronounce her last name so it's uh, uh, from if anybody saw <laughs> Chuck her name was Yvonne Yvonne Strahovski by love I wish I could show you all how it's spelled it's, it's called it's like stock he, he. Stock Stockevsky. Stockevsky. Right, okay. Yeah, Yvonne Strahovski. So I know a bit about her. She was in Chuck. She played um, smart but also a bit scary, same as Catherine Winnick. Uh, any of the proper nerds who are listening to this or proper geeks uh, will probably recognise her in Mass Effect as Miranda something or other. She had black hair in that, right? She did. Uh, Damn, she, she was fine. But she also played uh, a crazy smart, scary lady with magical powers very similar to Invisible Woman <laughs> in space. So in the same way that John Krasinski's Jack Ryan kind of um, prepared him for this role, Yvonne Strahovski in Mass Effect almost prepared her for that one. Yeah, like, that would be... And because yeah. it's actually her face in the game, I'm reckoning she did motion capture, so it is actually a full role that she did during that So game. she does have the nerd cred, or geek cred. Oh, yes. She has the she, ability to do smart, funny, charming, sexy... and. Either she, action. either she's really desperate for money or she is in fact a geek because she's been in Chuck and Mass Effect as well as a bunch of other 
nerd stamp of approval movies and games. It is a good genre. If you get yourself into that, you're never going to get out of it, but it's also a case of you never have to work here. You never have problems getting working here. Yeah, she seems to love sci-fi. Mm. Uh, so either that or, again, she just wants the, the paycheck. Mm. But she's she does well. If she is just working for paycheck, she does well for that. Well, I'm fairly so. sure Chuck was on ABC and that's Disney. All right. So mm. she's... Well, she might have an in. She's accredited with Disney as well. Mm. So, yes, I'd say... Uh, I'd say she might. She's even to Emily Blunt. I'd say, but I don't know. I don't mm. think one edges the other one out. Though. Yeah, Andrews. I think yeah, you've probably got the the best choice there, Yvonne Strakowski. Strakowski. And she's got the chop. She's got the. Uh, so the problem is she hasn't done a lot of films. She hasn't no, but in all fairness, neither with Tom Holland. Yeah, I know that, but he was also a kid. Uh, no, I mean, uh, that wasn't unknown as well, but it's also the case of, like, there's a different... I know it's a, an old Hollywood cliche, but there's a difference between a TV actor and a movie actor. Yeah, but at the yeah, same time, you, you just look at it. You can go through the whole MCU and grab people like that. You've got uh, Black Panther's sister, Shuri. I didn't see her in anything before that movie. Except um, Black Mirror. Yeah, which was a TV show. Mm. Um, which Yvonne Stravinsky has done more of than she has. But she, mm. she acquitted herself brilliantly in that. Yes. Okoye as well, I seem to be just grabbing people from... Um, Black Panther I'm trying to find somewhere else when did you and Angie watch that movie oh it was about it was about a year, over a year ago now <laughs> uh, anyway anyway I think we have I, I think well, I think she you, you just look at pictures of it and she looks like she's got that she sharp mind does look exactly like, like Susan Storm. Storm it is crazy how if you put I'm not even joking go on Google type in her name with Susan Storm <laughs> Yvonne Stravosky. Oh, just type in, uh, just type in Chuck Cast and pick the first blonde lady that shows up. <laughs> yeah, can't no, type I was going to say, name. if you actually type in her name and look and put Susan Storm next if to If you her, can spell they, it. They literally, somebody's put her in the outfit. Mass Effect Chuck Lady, if anything else fails. Um, <laughs> but she does look the part. Okay, well, moving on to the other characters. Let's right, start with Johnny, Johnny Storm. Storm. Johnny Storm. So oh, I've already got an idea of who I might want to be in this. Well, do you season. want to start with that one? Well, I want to see if he's on the list first. All right. Uh, first of all, I got Taron Egerton. Okay. I like him. So, uh, Kingsman, we know he can be funny. We know he can do action. Elton John, we know he can do serious acting. And Robin Hood, we know he can do bad acting. Yes, which is all good. Uh, and if you if you ever watch uh, Legend, the Tom Hardy, uh, uh, Cray Twins movie, he's in that as well, playing uh, Ronnie Cray's lover. Oh, brilliant. Mm. Uh, he, was, he was only in it for a little bit, but he was funny. Hmm. And menacing at the same time. Nice. Who else we got? Uh, Joe Carey is the next one on my list. Uh, so that's Steve from Stranger Things. Okay. Young kid. He's up and coming. He's a sort of cool, skinny guy, but he's you know he's he's got a little bit of a cult following. Uh, I'm not not too sure about him. Not too sure about him. Because uh, again, we we did it with Sue Storm, so I don't think we should uh, pull any punches with Johnny Storm, where they essentially they have to be almost. Drop dead gorgeous as far as the comics go. Well, he was we, a jock, wasn't he, or something yeah, like that? Basically. Jo- yeah, Johnny Storm is supposed to be as good looking as Sue Storm, and if we were, if we held uh, the female actresses we we did to that higher standard for Sue Storm, I reckon we shouldn't do any. I thought he was a good looking kid. Uh, well, he was the heartthrob in the first season, dude. Yeah, but seventies heartthrob, which means big hair and big jaw. <laughs> you can uh, get a haircut, and Johnny Storm's supposed to have a big jaw. He's a jock. Hmm. You can bulk up. But That's I'd say, in comparison to Chris Evans, I'd say he's the... he's the. Did you ever see Chris Evans when he was 17? No, but I saw him in his 20s when he played Johnny Storm and he looked great. So <laughs> um, I think that's the point I'm making. What, who else have we got on the list? Uh, next one on the list is a... It's a wild one out there, but I thought I'd throw it out there. Theo Rossi. Uh, so for those who have seen uh, Sons of Anarchy, Theo Rossi plays Juice. And for those who have seen... Um, 
uh, Luke Cage, he plays Shades. Oh, okay, yeah. So I threw that out there because I thought it's it's an out there uh, cast. He's a little older, but it depended on what age we were going to go with Susan Storm. They were supposed to be of a general same age. And he's funny, he's smart, he can do badass, and he can do action. Well, here's a little weird thing about uh, 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 about that choice. I know they did it in the in Fan Four Stick, but uh, and they explained it relatively well. But I'm I would still find it a bit weird if you got a very 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 Aryan lady and her twin brother is Hispanic. No, I get it. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. I I, th- I throw it out there because I thought he would be a good choice. And nothing says they have to go, you know, you know, white blonde lady for Susan Storm. Well, I I, I know there is a thing because yeah, we tried there, it before, there is but. there is something I find a bit frustrating when it comes to people deciding to uh, race bend in uh, when they're trying to stick to specific um, specific uh, looks no no material that mm-hmm. they're adapting and it goes both ways as well because whilst it does frustrate me sometimes when um, when some people are like oh we should make this character black or Asian or whatever for diversity reasons like, I understand the idea behind that and in some ways I agree with it but also you're, you're developing source material you're uh, adapting something but it goes the other way as well which is why i refused to watch um what was that uh uh scarjo uh movie oh uh, ghost in the shell ghost in the shell i refused to watch that one because i didn't like the fact that they went yeah. the exact opposite way and basically built an entire movie just because they wanted uh, scarlett Johansson to be yeah. in it I, I did actually watch that film and i actually want that time back i mean yeah it wasn't a good movie it's not a good movie unfortunately so, uh, sorry I'm, I'm just, uh, uh, david i'll be honest with you when i put him on the list i wasn't really thinking about his race i just thought he was a good actor no fair enough uh, but w- the whole thing about our show is that we do tangents mm. and i reckon this is a good tangent to go on because it does frustrate me when it happens both ways I'm trying very hard not to seem racist here. <laughs> I don't know if it can show, <laughs> says the immigrant. Oh, I'm sorry. When we, I remember having a conversation, not to own any of the podcasts, but I remember having this conversation that they, were, uh, they wanted a certain famous black actor to be James, the next James Bond. And I got my head bitten off. Idris Elba? Yeah. You know, like, and at the same time, it was like, oh, no, I'm sorry, but if you want to have your own, forgive me for saying black superhero style spy, spy yeah. make, make your own. own. Leave yes, Bond alone. I agree. I don't think I bit your head off. I think I agreed with you. No, yeah, but he tore my head off. Okay. I, I, I didn't tear your head off. I just didn't think it was going to be a problem if they cast it to yourself. True, but uh, it just seems lazy. It doesn't seem like you're doing something good for a certain group of people. It just seems lazy. Why not make a new character, make him as famous? Make, him, make another these, the blow. It's just because these people, when I say these people, I mean the creators and the producers, not the mighty group of people you might think I'm talking about. Believe it or not, it has to go higher than that. It usually goes from the, yeah. uh, the board. Create a new person, <clears throat> create someone new and drunk. They just don't want the effort. They want to keep the that cred. and it's um there is another aspect known as the IP. It's an intellectual property. People know the character of James Bond. Exactly. So they don't have to put any effort in to make him famous. The it's pro- like okay, yeah, this is James Bond. It's, it's also famous, but the problem is to make a character the level of James Bond costs a lot of money, and nobody because studios don't spend their own movie on money. Their own money on movies. They literally have to get like loans to make films. And the bank is not going to give you a loan unless you can guarantee a return. Well, it's easy. So if you put Idris Elba in an action, because he's done action movies oh, that yeah. didn't do well. If you put Idris Elba with the name James Bond, it's going to sell. Yeah, so do you know what you did? What? You you put him in, um, you make another James Bond film with whoever you want to do, Daniel yep. Craig, whatever, 
and then you just have him come in as another double O. Have a few kick-ass scenes oh, yeah. where they work together. Bam. If it sells, you know you can then make your own film with it. Giselle as another double O. Yeah, That's which is what they've simple. done with her Hobbs and Shaw of the Fantastic. Yeah, so, exactly. Of, uh, of course, you can do that. It's a much simpler and much more cost-effective way of doing it. But still, because then you got to make two movies well, instead of one. We are, we are jumping no, you don't. right off. You we know, we do. So you just chuck that phone. If it sells and people go, oh, we want to see more of this character, you go right, double O. Four. They've tried to do that before. So Jinx, the Halle Berry character from what was it, The World Is Not Enough? Mm. She was supposed to have a spin-off movie, but they realized that there was no love for this character, so they just canned that. You can't try and build because if you go into a movie trying to build the next movie, yeah, but then you're pick, not paying attention to this movie. They've done that before with the the Mummy movie was supposed to kick off a franchise of monster movies. The problem is they spent more time kicking off the f- franchise than they did spending time on that film and that's it killed the, the movie. Yeah, that's poor writing, not, not, yeah, the, not the... So how do you build a franchise and also do a good movie? Right, we're getting off track. Oh, sorry, off track. Off Back track. to okay. Fantastic Four. So, yeah, we're loving so, that. Tony Storm, roll them off. Uh, ne- next one, after Theo Rossi. Uh, well, anyway, I like, him, I like him for the role. By the uh, way, we'll come back to that conversation in a later episode. Uh, so, the <laughs> final one on my listing was Dan Stevens. Okay, I like him, but I do think you've missed out my uh, the pick I'd pick. But uh, we'll get to that in a bit. Dan Stevens, I like him. He's, he he fits the bill. Uh, he seemed, I think, he's, he's a bit older than Yvonne Strahovski, if that's who we're going. For. Actually, Dan Stevens is only in his like mid late twenties. Wow. So it's it's literally a case of he does have the Disney cred. He played the Beast. He's on Legion right now, which is sort of a trippy ass show, but he has the look of a Johnny Storm. Six foot blonde. Good-looking guy, and he can play arrogant. He creeps me out for one reason. Don't know if you ever watched it, but the movie The Guest. Yeah. He creeps me the fuck out now. <laughs> he just comes in with this like nice look on his face, and he just starts mowing people down left, right, and center. He's terrifying. That movie It's brilliant. But that's the thing. What, uh, I mean, as a rule, when everybody saw that Darren Stevens was casting Beauty and the Beast, they thought he was going to play Gaston. Oh right. No, so they got when they found out he was going to play the Beast. That was that changed the game. Mm. You know what I mean? Because he looks like he could play Gaston. Okay. Well, I've got a pick of my own, which won't on your list, but I reckon it might be the best one, but we'll see what the group oh, has to say. It. Zac Efron. Uh, no. No, I think he'd be a perfect, because one, he's got, he, he, he has the look. Two, he's, he's younger than pretty much most of everyone else on our list. Yeah. Three, he can do either. Oh, he's, he's, he's older than Tyron Edgerton. No, I meant in terms of uh, in terms of Sue Storms and Reed Richards. Right, right, yeah. Um, and um, yeah, three. He's got the egotistical and arrogance part down. He has that down. Uh, it, it, as far as Baywatch goes, he played that. It was a bad movie though. But if you even go to Bad Neighbors as well, he did the exact same thing, and he's got his chops for that. And actually, going on that same movie. I'd say another alternative casting for Johnny Storm, which would just be just as effective, I think, is Dave Franco. I was going to say Dave Franco. Yeah. Dave Franco or Zac Efron would be my if, if it's a choice between Dave Franco and Zac Efron, I'll take Dave Franco because at least he's got chops. I, I have no belief in Zac Efron as an actor. None whatsoever. I don't think he's a good actor. I think he plays arrogant so well because he's fucking arrogant. I don't see anything in this kid that will ever make me think. And by the way, he fucking hates Disney. Apparently, him Disney casting him in the High School Musical movies ruined his career. <laughs> yeah, he's one of those kids. He hates Di- you know. Tell Disney that- made him famous, and he turned around and kicked him in the ball and said, "Fuck you, I don't need you." Tell that to Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, uh, that that poor kid will never escape Harry Potter ever. He um, doesn't want to. That's the thing. Yeah, he's just accepted it. He's Harry Potter for life. Right, just live with it. Um, 
you can you can roll around in your millions. But uh, it's also the case <laughs> and cry. Yeah. Everybody else on that list has shown me the ability to actually display emotion while having fun. I've never had fun watching a Zaka from well, a movie. Okay. I have uh, come up with one that I've just thought of. Okay, go for uh, it. Tom Felton uh, as Johnny. Whoa, damn! Not bad, Draco. Yeah. Because I've seen him in Flash and in the Flash TV series and thing, and he, yeah, he can pull off that. He's losing his hairline, but he's good. And again, it wouldn't take him much to work, go to the gym oh, for, and just. Man, yeah, he can bulk. He can do the arrogant. He's actually funny, and he can be emotional. Okay, he's got the cred. Actually, yeah, I'm gonna go with that one, Tom Felton. Well, again, back to what I was saying before, as far as, as far as acting, I completely agree with you. I reckon Tom Felton could. Uh, just oh, yeah, I mean, he, he's, um... But again, back to holding male actors to the same standards of essential he's physical decent protection. looking dude. He he. Alright, I'm gonna sound mean, but I don't care. I'm just gonna say it. He was when he was younger. He's getting a bit older oh, now. He's, he's getting harsh. a bit. Yeah, but I'm sorry, but he, all he would do is when he goes back to the gym and works out a bit to be able to put, do the role. Yeah, yeah, I think. He, 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 yeah, I think he's got it. Okay, maybe. In this in, in this one, yeah, fair enough. I mean there was one other one, but he's quit acting. So I still state that Dave Franco, because he has a, he has a yeah, right I'm, I'm not I'm not getting Dave Franco I think could do it do well. You, I'll take him over um Do you recognise that name? Dave Franco? Not off the top of my head. Okay. What's uh, it you ever see um As You Wish? What's that, what's it called? This is Dave Franco. Oh my god, I hate that guy so much. <laughs> Yeah, but Johnny Storm I'm is sorry. that level I'm sorry if you're ever listening. I, I know we've never met and everything, but I'm sorry. Just I watch your films and just know. <laughs> but, but he's got that arrogance and uh, yeah. and and kind of yeah yeah yeah. Plus, he was bit. funny in that last season which, of Scrubs that they did. I don't care. And he was funny in Twenty One Jump Street and Twenty Two Jump Street. Mm. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, I reckon that's the kind of character Johnny Storm is as well, though. But you know, which I do enjoy. Well, yeah, I mean, there's a certain thing about Johnny Storm is that in the early days of the comics, yeah, you hated that. He's guy. a massive prick. Yeah, but yeah, when you're doing a film, you have to, but they make him likable. Uh, I know, I know. Well, I don't think I'm sorry, but I just, just, just something about him, just I hate. Fair enough. Well, look at it this way: uh, they'll cast him as Johnny Storm, they won't like him, and then he'll get a better role in Marvel. Yeah, that's that's really selling it for me, thanks. Well, look at it this way. Chris <laughs> Evans played the human torch. No, don't get I don't want him in anything. I don't want him in anything. Well, let's go to the thing now. You can go back All to right, Walmart. Uh, uh, Alright, so we'll move on to the thing. So we've done... Uh, five, oh, no, we've got one more left. Haven't we? One last one. Uh, we've got one. the thing. Okay. Now we'll move to X-Men. I don't think we'll have time for DC. No. <laughs> Alright, um, so the thing, I've got I've got some wild out there ones. Uh, first, John Cena. Mm. <laughs> He's got the bulk. You can literally just put a layer of cloth around the guy and point him yellow. Or orange. Yeah. Uh, he's funny. If you've watched uh, uh, Date Night or if you've watched... No, not Date Night. Sisters or... Um, uh, what was that? Blockers. He's funny. He really is funny. He's a funny guy. Um, what do you guys reckon of that? Yeah, he's got mm. comedy. He's all right, but let's see the other ones. I haven't seen him in anything, so I can't... All right, can't the next the one way. on my list is uh, Craig Robinson. Not so convinced. For those of you guys who have, if you don't know who he is, uh, he was in uh, This Is The End. Uh, he was also in um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. Okay. He was in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. He, he plays, plays uh, Doug Judy, uh, which is one of the best the characters Pontiac in that Bandit. show. The Pontiac Bandit. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm not convinced. Mainly because of his build, to be honest. 
Uh, yeah, I get that, but it's also because I'm pretty sure I'm not 100 percent sure because I don't know what's on your list, but I'm reckoning that everybody else except for him is in great shape. Well, you say that, but Jamie Bell was a skinny piece, and he was still the the thing in the, that like fat yeah, fan But yeah, fan Forstick was crap though. And uh, <laughs> Michael Chick Michael Chickless was the thing in the original, and was he was six, also so. out of shape. Yeah, but he had like muscle Craig Robinson is like a big old teddy bear you can't look at him you can't look at him and not think you know what it'd be great to hug you I just want to hug what, you what if they went VR I mean what if they went uh, then you could just have anybody at that point I'm sorry I know but then the voice yeah. I'm talking about the voice for the thing this yeah, is all voice if you, if you think about all CGI characters even Colossus from Deadpool they had a massive Russian well, that's true he is fucking huge uh, he's playing I'll give you that I'll give you uh, next on my list is uh, Sam Worthington. Okay, I'm not surprised. So, that. Avatar fame, Clash of the Titans. Also, recently in a movie on uh, Netflix called Titan. If you've never seen it, fucking watch I've it. I've got one problem with Sam Worthington, and that's because he's he, he's the same in every damn bloody movie he's in. Fucking mopey, son of a bitch. <laughs> well, that's the, th- the thing has to have that element to himself. God, oh, can't yeah. make harmony, I'll get yeah, like, He's turning to a giant rock man. You think he's going to be jumping for joy? There is a level of self-pity in, in the thing. But he's also, at a certain point in, in the source material, he does sort of get over it and, and he, he's likeable. I don't think Sam Worthington is particularly likeable in most of his movies. I think I think there's certain Clash. aspects to him that he would be able to pull this character off well. Clash slash the Wrath voice. He has a great voice. Yeah, Clash slash Wrath of the Titans. He was just annoying. That I don't want to be a god, but I am a god. But I don't want to be a god. Son of a god. Yeah, but he's a demigod. I was just I was just paraphrasing. Right. Yeah, and, I just want to be a fisherman. And in, in Avatar, it's, I want to be a human, but I don't want to be a human, but I want to be a human, but I don't want to be a human. Uh, would you like me to go through all of the movies? Oh, yeah, Titan. I want to be an alien, but I want to be an alien. I want to be an alien, but I don't want to be an alien. Oh, my God, it's the same in every movie. So, unfortunately, I think you just kind of sold them, sold them on that role. <laughs> uh, actually, I, actually... I want to be a rockman, but I don't want to be a rockman. Yeah, but... <laughs> I'm sorry, you can't... You, can't, you just... You just, you just argued the point. That's not right. It's just so unlikable. You just convinced the audience, David. Well done. <laughs> yeah, but seeing right. somebody come to terms with it and seeing somebody so moan last, about it for 40 uh, all right. for an hour and a half. The last one on my list is a curiosity for me because I just want to see if they can actually make this guy look more than he is. Thor Bjornsson. Sold. So, I mean, he can do a voice. I mean, he wasn't always the, the, the dead guy, the dead walking <laughs> dude from no, Game of Thrones. He, he had a voice at one he had who, one. Do, who am I killing? Yeah, like, he, I could see that. He could do like, like a sort of Jason Momoa kind of thing. Well, plus, they wouldn't have to do much work on him. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, all you have to do is like paint him orange. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The guy's freaking huge. It's mm. true. No, absolutely. I, I'd say Arthur Bjornsson all the way. Okay, I think we've got time. Let's go for Doctor Doom. Okay, uh, I got a couple of names on it for the Doctor Doom that I think you guys might agree with. A couple of them are kind of out there, uh, so I'll start with the out there ones. Um, Keanu Reeves, because we love Keanu Reeves. He can be menacing. Mm, I watched I watched uh, J- um, John Wick three last night. Really enjoy that movie. I yeah. think it's uh, I think it's one, three, and two for me now. I have some I have some problems with uh, with the storytelling. Oh no, the the the, the the there are problems in that movie, but I really enjoy it. Yeah, I think they sacrificed a lot of story for uh, action in that one, but mm-hmm. let's not get into it. Uh, but yeah, he can do menacing. I've seen Man of Tai Chi. It's not an amazing movie, but Keanu Reeves is so menacing in it. It's brilliant. He basically plays Doctor Doom, but with martial arts. Um, yeah, who, who's next? Uh, Marciala Ali. Okay. So Cottonmouth from Luke Cage. 
Uh, he won an Oscar last year. I think it for was Green Book. For, wasn't it? Uh, no, no, yeah, it was for Green Book. But the year before that, it was another Oscar. What was it called? Oh, that's gonna bug me. I'll come back to it. Basically, he is Oscar bait. He is Oscar bait, and that voice if for, through that Doctor Doom mask that will work very well. Yeah. Okay. Who else? Uh, next on the list is uh, Luke Evans. Yeah, he's he's menacing. He's good. He played a good Gaston. He played. A good Dracula in a bad movie. Uh, he's just he's good. I like him. Yeah, I, I can see Luke Evans doing that one. I mean, it, it, it's, it's something up there. He could, he could pull that off. What was? Uh, sorry, I'm just, I'm just getting to it now. Uh, Moonlight. He won an Oscar for Moonlight. Yeah. So he and, won an Oscar. So. And also, as far as Luke Evans, I know this doesn't matter as far as our Dreamcast goes, but for political reasons, I reckon Luke Evans would be a good choice for Doctor Doom as well, because they haven't cast that many openly uh, LGBTQ characters. Uh, actors in the MCU so far so I reckon if we're talking like actually seriously casting this guy mm. I reckon it'd be a good choice politically as well which makes it more likely mm. but uh, next on that list is uh, Jason Isaac yay so we for anybody that doesn't know Jason Isaac is in the new Star Trek Discovery he's uh, played um, uh, what was it? Uh, Lucius, Lucius Malfoy, Malfoy from uh, Harry Potter he was in The Patriot with Mel Gibson. He's just a villain in everything. He's he, not a villain in everything, but he's damn good at playing right, villain. Name one movie you can think of where he wasn't the villain. Oh. Because <laughs> be I can't, I'm, I can tell you right now, I can't think of a single bloody well, movie. Is he, is he the villain in Star Trek? Uh, yes. I haven't seen it. Uh, he, well, spoiler alert for Star Trek Discovery. Basically, he doesn't start as a villain, but it turns out he has been the villain the whole time. Okay, well, he wasn't a villain in Armageddon. He's got the mastermind thing going. He's got the mastermind. And he can do smart. He can do deep. Oh, absolutely smart. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he's my he's my favourite. I think we've got a winner for it. I, I think we've got a winner there. I mean, but also I would like to throw out the name David Thewlis. Mm. So Remus Lupin from Harry Potter. He was in Wonder Woman, I'll give you that. But the one scene where he actually got his screen time he was a fucking CGI villain. So I think yeah, but it was his voice the entire time, which is what he would be of Doctor Doom with the mask. Yeah, I know. Well, I thought that was a good voice. So, yeah, so, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I'm agreeing with you there. I'm mm. thinking uh, the 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 kind of villain he was in Wonder Woman behind the scenes. Oh, and a sort of a, uh, uh, a a long haul here. Anybody that watches Big Mouth on Netflix, he's the Shame Wizard. Ah, oh, yes, he is. Fucking love <laughs> So that Shame Wizard voice as Doctor Doom. So basically, you've got Harry Potter Harry Potter pulling ahead. With the potential cast list for uh, <laughs> Doctor Doom. Yeah. Well, yeah, that that's uh, that that's uh, pretty much my list for Doctor Doom. Only only criticism I have for David Thewlis, so I think he's a bit tall. It's I, he might I, not, I'll, I'll give you that. He might but... not be too much older than Jason Isaacs, but he mm. looks it. That's fair. I mean, they they have uh, casted older actors before. I found one film he's been in. Uh, Jason Isaacs been in. It's the good guy. Okay. Again. And it was a really bad film. Okay. Uh, Event Horizon. Oh. <laughs> He was the doctor. No. He was the doctor in Event Horizon. Kill See, me. so if he's if he's if he's in a movie, he's not a villain. It's a shit movie. That's that's the fact. I, I liked him in Armageddon. Armageddon I, I like Armageddon. Yeah. It's not a great. It's not a good movie, but I enjoy wasn't, it. Wasn't his a bit of a bit part though? He played the scientist that told him how to drill. That if you drill it to the center. Yeah, he played. He played a scientist at NASA. Yeah, but wasn't it a bit of a bit part. Like, it was a bit part, but he was essential. Yeah, he was central to the story, but not essential to the movie. I, I, I get that, but it's also the case that I don't think anybody else could have done that role. No, fair enough. But I, I think Jason Isaacs as a villain is, is oh, just Oh, no, don't a get me wrong. Jason, Jason Isaacs, if you just have to watch Mel Gibson's The Patriot to see how 
bad this guy is. I love him in that role. And actually, it's a terrible movie, but I love him in that role. And actually, because we finish on Jason Isaacs, I, I think we finish on Jason Isaacs. Yeah, I think that's the entire list. Cool. Well, I think that leads perfectly into X-Men, which I'm going to start with Magneto because it kind of fits beautifully. Um, but the problem is, we can't have him in both roles. Even though we'd love to, we can't yes. have Jason Isaacs as Magneto as well. Now, it's my turn. I'm going to lead us through the X-Men list that I have in my head, which is Jason Isaacs as Magneto. Now, we have to make a choice. I reckon what we should do at the end of this episode, we create a list get, uh, agreed on by, uh, for all of us for these characters. And I'm going to abridge the X-Men list because we've already run a bit long. Yeah. And also, there are some act- some characters that we don't need in the first X-Men. That's movie. true. Well, we're going to go for the classics. So, Jason Isaacs and Magneto, but also, because of what you said, Luke Evans. I reckon if we're going to choose who should play which, and between those two characters, oh, Magneto and Luke Doctor Doom. Luke Evans is Magneto. I reckon it's the two of them. They do well in both yeah. roles. Not sure about Luke Evans as, as Magneto. Well, he would have to, he would be able to bring the same sort of mentality to it that Ian McKellen did, to, to, you know, using it as an LGP. What was it? LGBTQ. That one. Uh, but okay, so I think we are already shifting on Luke Evans for Doctor Doom and Jason Isaacs for Magneto, which I think. I'll, I'll be honest with you, man. If, we, if we're not going to use Jason Isaacs as uh, Doctor Doom, then I want David Thewlis as Doctor Doom. Okay. That voice. Fair enough. Uh, right, and uh, for the main cast of the actual X-Men themselves. Sorry, I do have one guy I think would actually make a good Magneto that we may have missed. Sure. Okay. Miles uh, Quartridge. Miles Quartridge? Played the Marine Colonel in Avatar. Jesus, that's not bad. Is that with a Q? In Avatar? Yeah, his yeah, name's Stephen Lang, dude. Oh, okay, well, that's the character's name then. Sorry, right. Steve, Stephen Lang. Stephen Lang, Stephen Stephen yeah, Lang as, as Magneto. Oh, he I, I actually see he him fits as, the bill. He I looks just, exactly I, I, like him. Yeah, the problem is I, I, I would see him more of as Cable. I agree. My first instinct was to say Cable because Ron Perlman was... Rob Rob in, he was really in the running yeah, that one. But at the same time, the guy who plays Cable in Deadpool is just That's spot I also wanted him for Thunderbolt Ross, so... Yeah. But okay, I okay. think he would make a good idea. Okay, I reckon we leave Jason Isaacs. We leave Jason Isaacs to Doctor Doom and have Stephen Lang as Magneto, because Stephen Lang could pull it off. He's ah, but he's, he's up there in years, though, so we'd have to have a very yeah, but old Magneto Professor was X. older. Well, yeah, he, was, he was older than Professor X. Yeah, but not by much. But, but, Joe, but the, well, I nearly said his name. But the guy <laughs> I've got the idea for Professor X is similar in age to Stephen Lang. Now, you might not know him too well, uh, anyone who's listening, but you know his brother really, really fucking well. Joseph Fiennes. Ralph Fiennes. Ooh, Ray Fiennes. That's his, good. Ray Fiennes' his little brother. Uh, Ray Fiennes for those of you who don't know first of all watch a fucking movie uh, <laughs> and second of all uh, he was Voldemort in Harry Potter we just keep coming back to Harry Potter so yeah Voldemort's little brother Joseph Fiennes as Professor X and it wasn't a great show but he played Merlin in Camelot and he was really good as it he was a manipulative but also morally good uh, guy which is exactly Professor X to a T which is why I think he's got the chops for it he looks good, bold, because Merlin in Camelot was also bold, and I reckon I reckon he'd be a great shout for it. Hmm. Yeah, plus, he was also in Shakespeare and Love, so that's yeah, not nothing. As for um, the actual X Men themselves, so I just found a picture of somebody casting that's, that's in that. Joseph Fiennes. Fiennes. Yeah, that's that, Ray that's Fiennes. Ray that's Fiennes. his older yeah, brother. Right. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I I think he'd be a great uh, he'd be a great choice. Ooh. As for the X Men themselves, Cyclops. I'm going to go to a guy who's had a few roles in TV, but not too many breakout roles in movies. Robbie Amell. 
Oh, Green Arrow's little brother. We seem to be going with the little brother. Uh, cousin. List. Cousin. Oh, cousin. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, we seem to go with the, the the younger family members in this list. Robbie Amell, I reckon he's got the. Um, you know, I, I, this movie did call the Duff, uh, which is yeah. uh, uh, basically the Duff means dumb, ugly, fat friend. Okay. Uh, so he was he was funny in that. He played Jock, but he was sweet. I could see him as a Scott. That's, basically, that's not bad. It's basically a new she's all that. Mm. Uh, but yeah, he's he's charismatic. He's funny, but he can also play serious, and he's got the the, the body shape for Cyclops. All right, so I would give you either um, Robbie Amell or uh, Richard Madden. Okay, I still prefer Robbie Amell, uh, and we'll we'll stick with the main with the main characters yeah, as yeah. well uh, for this. So I'd say um, for Jean Grey, uh, Rose Leslie. Oh, from uh, Game of Thrones and. Um... What was that show that my parents loved? Downton Abbey. Yeah. And I reckon... Well, first of all, she's ginger, so that's one tick off the list. And We um, know she can do badass fighting. Yeah. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, she's... She's... Uh, I, I reckon she's just a great choice. Um, as us. Rose Leslie was good, but we obviously think you know where, we, where we're going. If we're going to put her in as, as, uh, as that, we know who we're going to put in as Wolverine, don't you? Yes, and that's oh, what I'm going don't to. Say it. That's what I'm to. going to. Kit Harrington is Wolverine. Um, <laughs> he doesn't. Yeah, all right. I'll he, give, he, he, plays, he plays angry and stupid in a lot of uh, Game of Thrones episodes. Right. So I say he's he's a great choice. Um, and I was going to say Taron Egerton again. Taron Egerton. He's um, got the bill for it. He's got shoulders. Can he, put the rough, can he pull off that rough look thing? Which I think Kit Harrington pretty much does anyway. All right, all right, all right. I'll give you that one. Mm. Alright, so uh, who we got next? We have. Um, Angel. Mm. Oh, Angel. Basically, Alexander. Well, like he is OG character. So. Ale- Alexander Ludwig. Basically, uh, just just Aryan. Just super Swedish Aryan. Oh, super uh, just Swedish. Very, very, very blonde. Uh, I, there's I, nothing I else to say. I can't remember, I never really got into Angel as a character. I was just like, so meh. Well, so Alexander is he the one from Vikings? Yes. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I'll give you that much. I'll give you, that actually he, would work, but the problem is he's very bulky. That that he actor. Can, he can cut down a little, but also, yeah, no. Nah. Um, we'll skip Nightcrawler because I don't think he's too important. Um, Plus, there's only one actor that I actually wanted to play yeah. that I actually wanted to play Nightcrawler. So yeah, as far as um, uh, the other characters go, this could run into what we've already gone through. But jug- Juggernaut, I'd say half Thor Bjornsson. <laughs> I don't think he's funny enough to play Juggernaut. It is a tough. It is a thing. You do need somebody who's got that. You can pull off that sense of humor as well. Right. I mean, I, I think they go full CG again. Mm. It did work. I it, can't worked. Worked. it worked. It worked, it worked quite well. Yeah. You know, if we're going to keep, because Marvel's already said, you know, Kevin Feige's already said we're not going to touch Deadpool. Juggernaut's in Deadpool. They'll probably okay. keep the same we'll, actor. We'll leave, we'll leave him out then. Colossus then. Uh, you know I mean? Okay. So, so someone hasn't been in that movie then. Pyro. He's uh, a big part of the Brotherhood, and I reckon an actual Aussie skinny kid uh, is uh, is the perfect choice for it. Liam Hemsworth. I don't think you're gonna get Liam Hemsworth to pyro. It's not a big enough role. But we, it can be a big role because he's quite he's he's Magneto's le- uh, right hand man, especially now that in the MCU Quicksilver's yeah, dead. I'll be honest with you, dude. Pyro in the comic books was just sort of a joke until he actually got serious. Yeah, but now he's actually serious. We can take that pyro. Uh, we have to take the original pyro. Yeah, but the ori- this this new pyro is a psychopathic killer, mm. and he has half his face burned off. Oh, that, well, you know, that, well, we can show his face getting burned off. That'd be cool. <laughs> um, 
And what have we got? Uh, I was thinking for Rogue. Either... Uh, Andrew's had a choice, uh, which is really good. Uh, the girl who played Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Yeah, Brianna Hildebrand. Yeah, Brianna Hildebrand. And also... Oh, what's her name? Debbie Ryan. Uh, who's also a southern um, actress who has films in her filmography such as... Uh, where is it? Yep. Such as... Oh, God, Jonas Brothers. Yeah. Hannah Montana. Yep, she's she was very Disney-friendly, so she's perfect for that in, the, in, in her uh, early days. But then she was in Ultimate Spider-Man and other stuff that's all... All uh, animated stuff. But, um, um, but yeah, she's southern, so she fits the bill. She's got quite a long history with, um, with whatchamacallit, Disney. And uh, she hasn't really had that many um, movie roles. But again, MCU isn't above uh, casting relative unknowns. That's true. Such as Tom Holland. And I reckon Debbie Ryan could do a good rogue. Because again, she's southern and she's, she's brilliant. Uh, well, I did have a different idea for who to cast as Rogue. More of to um, make up for a mistake that was made. So there was an actress there by the name of Catherine Langford that was cut out of Endgame because she was supposed to play an older version of uh, Morgan Stark. You know, so Sony snaps the gauntlet and mm. then he's sent to the soul world like Thanos did in the first movie. And he sees an older version of his daughter... Um, you know, basically telling him, Dad, it's okay, you can rest now. Basically taking away uh, I'm glad that they did Gwyneth Paltrow's lines and giving it to her. She was only in it for one scene. She was cut out of the movie. She was in this Netflix TV show. I can't remember the name of it. Something 17, maybe? Or this is... No. Um, let me get the name of it, because apparently it was a very important show. It's about uh, molestation in schools. Jesus. Yeah, it was uh, It was a whole thing. and uh, But it was... Um, it, it, you know, she was a good little act. She was a, she's a good actress, right? Uh, and you know, I, I, I've seen a couple of episodes of that show with Marie, and I can't remember what the name of it is. Uh, well, uh, whilst you're doing that, I've got one last uh, person to cast, which is Storm, which I think is also an essential uh, member of the X Men. And I would just like to start off by having a little bit of a rant to the fucking MCU themselves. That's going to be a good start. Here we because. Go. <laughs> Thanks to Black Panther and fucking Spider-Man, all the best choices have already been taken. <laughs> Shuri and Zendaya, who are both already in the MCU, would have been my first choices. But obviously we can't pick them because the MCU... 13 Reasons stole. Why, that was the name oh, of the show. okay, right, right. She was the lead actress in 13 Reasons oh, Why. Oh, cool. Yeah, she was good in that. Uh, but yeah, so uh, Zendaya and uh, Shuri. I can't remember her real name, but the actress who played Shuri and Zendaya, uh, who played MJ in Spider-Man... They'd have been my first choices for Storm. But... Isn't the problem not with the MCU, but the problem that there's only two viable possibilities? Yeah, I know. Isn't That's, that the problem? That is the real problem. So, sorry, <laughs> MCU. But, uh, okay, I've got somebody else who I reckon recently, not particularly uh, great filmography, but recently she's been doing fantastic, um, a female actress called Logan Browning. Wait, why does that name sound familiar? Because she is Netflix's new, essentially, black female star. She was in. She's the lead actress in Dear White People. Jesus, that's where... Yes. And also, she's in The Perfection. Oh, no, no, yeah, 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 yeah. Sold, sold. And Absolutely I reckon sold. she is the best choice for Storm. 
because she's she, she just seems to be a bit of a chameleon. It doesn't matter what she does. She's charismatic. She steals she steals any scene she's in in the movies I've seen her and the TV shows I've seen her in so far. And she's just charismatic. I think she'll pull off stuff. Souls done absolutely. Okay. I'm in. I'm in. I, I've seen that and it's like just so you know this is Logan Browning. Yeah, yeah I'm too white is... to put on this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, absolutely. She is a stunning actress. Absolutely sold. Yeah, that's... All right, so we've got the... Uh, okay, so let's... Got our list. So let's run through our list, just to finish things off here. All right, I'll run through the uh, the X-Men list. Well, yeah, oh, sorry, the Fantastic Four list. Yeah, let's, let's pick our final people right. and see uh, if we disagree, we'll have a little discussion. So, uh, for the sake of argument, I'm going to say John Krasinski. Yay. Okay. Okay. Uh... I'd say Yvonne Strahovski as Sue Storm. Would you agree with that? Yep. All right, Yvonne? Well, put a popular vote for each. each yeah, exactly. so a popular vote. Uh, Johnny Storm, we've got Taron Egerton, Joel Carey, Theo Rossi, or Dan Stevens. I'd say Taron Egerton. Yeah. Taron Egerton Johnny Storm? Yeah, yeah. All right, the thing. John Cena, Craig Robertson, Thor Bjornsson, or Sam Wellington? Thor Bjornsson. Thor Bjornsson. Thor Bjornsson. Okay, and Dr. Doom? Doom? Jason Isaacs. Jason Isaacs. I'm out voted here anyway, so I'm just, yeah, just okay. going for that okay. one. Okay. And for the X-Men, we have... Joseph Fiennes as Professor X. All agree? Yeah, I can, I can take that for now, yeah. 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 Stephen Lang as Magneto. Damn right, absolutely. Uh, Come on. The guy literally looks like the comic version of Magneto. He's even got the grey hair that's perfect. Okay, okay. Yeah. And, uh, and he doesn't look that old like Ian McKellen did. Um, <laughs> no, because Ian, Ian McKellen was, I know, no, I was an old man. I uh, but Steve Lang looks young and also has the grey hair. It's brilliant. Uh, Robbie Mel for Cyclops. I'd prefer to have Richard Madden. What about you? I'm so, undecided. I'll, I'll... You've got to make a choice. Uh, Richard, Richard Madden then. Richard Madden, oh, fine. Uh, right, so we've got an entire English X-Men list, apparently. So we've got Rose Leslie as Jean Grey, yeah. got Kit Harrington as Wolverine, we've got <laughs> Alexander Ludwig, not a single bloody American. Uh, Wait, did we just recast the entire Game of Thrones? Shush. Pretty much. Alexander and Vikings. Uh, and <laughs> Alexander Ludwig as Angel, but we might not have him in the movie mm. at all. Uh, Rogue, that is Catherine, what's her face? Uh, Catherine Langford. Yeah, Catherine I'm, I'm going with Catherine okay. Langford for that. Uh, Storm, Logan Browning. Absolutely. Yeah, again, too white to add to button that. <laughs> I, I did have one other to add to the list. I can't remember his name. I'm going to find it for you now. Just uh, keep for? running through the list. Who for? Gambit. Okay, well, Liam Hemsworth's the only one left now. Paro. Okay. Uh, I'll go with Liam Hemsworth. Yeah, if nothing else, let's go for him then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, actually, this does add into our conversation. We are recasting the Game of Thrones here. Um, Jesus. Uh, what well, was actually, well, I come up with, and this is not a big role, but we might as well talk about it whilst he's looking for this. Oh my God, I just thought of it. Uh, actually, it's going to make it even worse now, but I want to replace Stephen Lang with Ian Glenn for Magneto. Oh, yeah. The, the Jorah Mormon voice. Jorah Mormon. The Jorah yes. Mormon voice. Okay, anyway, uh, we on that? No, Stephen Lang, I still think. Are we He's got the look and he can pull it off. I still think Stephen Lang would be a better I'll, I'll, No, actually, I will, take, I will take Stephen Lang just for the fact that he is actually Jewish. Is he? Yes. Oh, fair enough. There you go. Uh, and I can't pronounce his name. Go for it. Oh, uh, Michelle Huisman. Uh, basically, Dario Naharis. Dario uh, Naharis, season four onwards as Gambit. After Ed Screen. Uh, uh, and I, I was talking to you about it earlier, but I'll bring it up now once we've got a chance. Okay. Uh, Emma Frost. All right, yeah. Emma Frost, because it's just one of the ones, ones. I think she's actually a great character. Mm, um, she's a really good character. Rosamund Pike. Okay, and I'd that say... That would make... We would have to have an older and Cyclops. I'd say, I'd say Diane... No, not necessarily, because Emma Frost has... Is the from early, uh, she's uh, the previous older, generation. 
from older to younger. So yeah, I know, but in the actual comic book, she's banging Cyclops while he's having an affair on G- behind Richard, Jean Grey's back. Richard Madden's pretty similar. Well, but Rosamund Pike's older than Diane Kruger, or at least she, yeah, she, she doesn't look it. If she isn't, Diane Kruger looks. Actually, yeah, Rosamund Pike's older than Diane Kruger. Okay, so I'd say Diane Kruger for Emma Frost. Mm. It was just, it was just thing. I, I actually, just man, if we play, if we're going for Emma Frost, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with Rosamund Pike. I'm gonna, I'm gonna back Angelus on this one because that's a better casting. Okay, cool. Because if you anybody that's ever watched. The movies that she's been in, oh god, she's she's Emma Frost. Oh, by the way, I actually got one more thing for uh, Wolverine because he can be any age uh, in between twenty and thirty. Yep. Uh, I'll don't just say it, Tom Hardy. Yeah, I'll just put it out there, Tom Hardy. Ugh. You can keep Kit Harrington, but I just want to put it out there because it's gonna be said by other people if not us. Yeah. All right. He's very popular casting for for Wolverine. Basically, do you want it, him or not? Mm. I prefer Kit Harrington myself. Yeah. But I thought it'd be it'd be. Pointless not to say him because other reviewers are going to do it anyway. Well, if certain executives over at Sony believe Tom Hardy's already in the fucking MCU if they want to shut their mouths. Okay, so... Venom. Is that a Kit Harrington then? Kit Harrington. Kit Harrington, okay. I'll take Kit. Yeah, He's short enough. I just wanted to... Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Kit. Yeah, you're short, mate. It's, so it's okay. Wolverine. It's not an insult. So am I. It's fine. Yeah. We, we, lead, we lead good lives if we're fed well. Um, <laughs> hey... <laughs> But uh, yeah, that's that's our list. I think we've gone through it. We've come up with that's a not bad uh, list. That's, not a, bad that's list a pretty decent list. But yeah. then again, this is all our speculation. It. And let's face it, the one making the decision is Kevin Feige. So if we're wrong, he's right. Kevin Feige, please listen to this podcast. Yeah, take as many ideas as you'd like. And and, and you know, pay us a, and, you know, consultancy as well. I don't care. Nice. I, 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 I would genuinely, I would, I would genuinely forego any consultant fee just to have that movie. Made. Okay. What, what about what about premiere tickets? Okay, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I would settle for his autograph. You know how rare it is to get Kevin Feige's autograph? Hmm. Yeah, but if you go to the premiere, you probably have a good chance of getting the autograph. No, you won't. Well, that's us, basically. If he's giving uh, us the tickets. Okay. <laughs> okay. He can sign the ticket. He won't. He won't. He doesn't oh. do signatures. Okay, that's... Thumbprint. How about a thumbprint? Right. Put some ink on his thumbs. Why don't you just go to the bathroom and get his DNA? Oh, oh well... Yeah. Yeah, you do that. Right. <laughs> okay, people, that's our list. <laughs> It's been a pleasure sarcasm. talking to you. It's been a pleasure again. Yeah, you cover yourself by saying sarcasm now. Yeah, right. I hope, hope you enjoy this episode. I'm just going to ignore these two now. <laughs> uh, hope right. you enjoy this episode. And uh, yeah, have a great day. This is David. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, David Kalinas, um, and Instagram, although you will never see me post on that. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, my name is Razza. You can find us at RazzaRube. Uh, um Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that. You can find, I'm also running the uh, Geeking Training Twitter feed right now. Also, I want to give a shout-out to my brother, oh, uh, yes. uh, Azima Yub, who's running his own um, Foodie. Instagram page right now. It's uh, Foodie uh, Foodiegram2019. Uh, it's actually really good stuff on there, man. He's putting up his own recipes and basically putting up pictures of food. It's, it really does make you hungry. Brilliant. So, yeah. Uh, Zim, keep going, man. You're doing great on there. Yep. And mm-hmm. Angelus. Yes. Running joke. Yep. The way you need to contact Angelus is... Have you ever seen the movie Lord of the Rings? Well, if you like one beacon, <laughs> somebody in the town over will light a second beacon. And eventually... Raza will, will And then eventually Raza will leap into Angelus's flat and declare, The beacons have been lit! Gondor needs aid! And then Angelus, and Angelus will, will say... Go away, I'm sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, pretty fair. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's been a pleasure again. And Jesus, see you. Jesus, put some clothes on. <laughs>
You <laughs> walked a, into my house. <laughs> it's been a pleasure again, and uh, see you all guys when we post next. Bye. Later. Bye.